Glad you guys are here. Thank you. Glad, glad to be here with you guys tonight. And, and for those joining us tonight uh, online um, at the 530 service, we are glad you're here. Hopefully you're snuggled up with your hot cocoa and your PJs. Uh, I, I too might want to be in my PJs right now. I don't know if anyone else here would want me in my PJs, uh, but we're thankful that you guys are joining us online. Um, you know, this Christmas season has been interesting for me. It, it's brought about uh, memories of my childhood uh, growing up in Hawaii. Um, and, and Christmas has looked uh, slightly different in 75 degrees in sunny Hawaii growing up. Uh, barbecues, you can imagine, uh, near the beach, walking on the beach, uh, looking at Christmas lights with the windows down rather than up with the heat cranked up, slightly different. Um, but, but here's the thing about Christmas that, that struck me recently this year in Wisconsin, a little darker here. But Christmas doesn't come to us in 75 degrees and sunny uh, while we lounge by the beach or pool. Instead, the biblical writers tell us about Christmas coming to us in the dark. Uh, that the, the gospel writer Luke says it this way as he tells about the Christmas story. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. John says it this way, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And 700 years prior to that, Isaiah tells about this coming light in the darkness. He says it this way, he says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has the light shone. And so, so tonight, we just want to pause and this Christmas reflect on, uh, on, on the light. And we're going to look at the words of Jesus where he says this, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so I just want to spend a few minutes reflecting on three ideas of light. And then I think those same three ideas getting reflected in, in uh, Jesus' words where he says, I am the light of the world. Um, so pray with me. God, you're so good. Thank you for who you are, what you're doing in our world, what you're doing in our lives. And, and so we want to pause and celebrate uh, your arrival, your birth, that because the light has come, we can have life in your name. And, and so we want to see you a little bit more clearly through your words, uh, through John. Thank you, Jesus, for your glory, we pray. Amen. Amen. And, and just like Bethany said, that was my wonderful son singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Who taught him that? It was probably his mother, right? That was probably the one who taught him that. But, but I, I was thinking of light recently. And the three ideas about light that struck me, that, that light provides illumination on the path, uh, that it provides comfort, and it provides life. And so I, I don't know if you've ever driven the backwoods of Wisconsin. Can I say backwoods? You've driven the backwoods of Wisconsin, the back roads where there's no lights and it's dark, no street lights, and you've turned off your lights and you've just driven into the dark. Don't do that. Turn on your lights. We don't want you to crash. But that idea that light illuminates the path, 
that you turn on your lights and you can see the road in front of you. Maybe you don't click on your brights all the time because someone coming at you might flick their brights on you as well. But, but seeing the path in front of you that light provides illumination. Um, and light provides comfort. You know, I tuck my kids in the bed, my twin six-year-olds and my five-year-old, and, and every night they say, Dad, will you, turn, will you leave on either the closet light or, or, or our lamp? What are they asking for? They're asking for that comfort of light. They're asking for the comfort that that light provides. Any of you guys, uh, adults, still, uh, still sleep with the light on? No judgment here. No judgment here. Uh, maybe a rhetorical question. You can keep that to yourself. If you, if you sleep with the light on, we'll allow it, right? And then third, the light brings life. Uh, we had a friend this past spring drop off some tomato plants for us. And those tomato plants sat in my garage in the dark for a few days and started to wither until I planted them in the garden. And, and what do you think happened? Man, I'm not a green thumb, but I was just gushing with tomatoes this spring. I just felt like I was such a, just such a gardener, just a tree, retrieving all these tomatoes that had been accumulated. But what changed? These plants received light, which produced life. Jesus says this. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That Jesus brings illumination to the path. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't say there's like a secret option three. Based on experience, we can, we can recognize the world is dark. Jesus tells us, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. What is that assuming? It's assuming that the world is a dark place and that Jesus is providing light to illuminate the path in the midst of this darkness. He goes on and he says, I am the light of the world. That this light provides comfort. He doesn't just say he's any light. He doesn't say he's a light to a place. Instead, he definitely, definitely defines himself as the light to the world. That the light he provides brings, brings comfort in the midst of this darkness. In the midst of the separation and the hurt and the anxiety, there is comfort that provides, uh, that he provides. And then he says this, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. And I love this part but will have the light of life. You know, there's a life that being in relationship with Jesus brings. Uh, I, I don't know what your 2020 has been like. Uh, I don't know what uh, darkness might have come your way this 2020, whether that has been financial instability, as you heard a little bit of the Schaefer story, uh, well, there's some challenges from, from not being able to attend uh, a funeral for a loved one or even visit them in hospice or the hospital. Uh, maybe not able to celebrate birthdays or, or uh, different holidays with family. Um, I, I don't know what your 2020 has looked like, uh, but here is what Jesus promises. He says that I am the light of life. And so wherever you find yourself on this spiritual journey, here's my encouragement. 
if, if Jesus still, if you feel you're still walking in darkness and haven't by faith accepted Jesus, my hope is tonight that you wouldn't miss that. Instead, that you would pursue Jesus as the light of life. And if Jesus is already someone who saturates your heart and your soul, then here is my hope for this Christmas, that you would cling more tightly to Jesus this year than you ever have before, that we cling to him as the light of life. And so we're going to hear a song here in a second, and one of the lyrics says this, it says, another sunset falls, yet nothing really changed. Uh, I wonder if COVID has felt like Groundhog's Day to you, where you wake up one day and it just feels like one day blurs into the next, blurs into the next, and that, and that we wake up and, and days just seem the same, and the promise of Eden feels like a million miles away, that this promise of restoration and light that Jesus brings just feels so distant and absent from your life. But here is the beauty of Christmas, that Christmas happens in the darkness. And in the darkness, we see the Messiah's guiding light, a star of mercy shining like a diamond, pure and bright. Uh, that every beam that falls to earth declares his noble birth. That because the light has come, we can find life in his name. And this becomes then a day of hope. It becomes a day of hope. Because the light has come, we can have life. Pray with me. God, you're so good. Thank you for who you are, what you're doing in our life. Uh, and we want to cling more tightly to the life that is found in your name. We just feel like we're a bunch of beggars that have found some bread. And we want to share your hope with everyone we come in contact with. And so uh, we, thank, we thank you uh, that we get to celebrate this night of hope. Always for your glory we pray. Amen.